Hey, welcome to Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. It's your host, Jabs1016, a.k.a. Beyonce's My Real Mom. I'm here with... Alex, a.k.a. Locke, a.k.a. I had all week to think of one and couldn't do it. Week. <laughs> and Evan, a.k.a. Ebry, a.k.a. I had all week plus those two intros and didn't think of one either, so... <laughs> We are on top of our game. On top. On top of it. You should be AKA for God is AKA. It should have been. It should have been. <laughs> no, that should he should just be I'm forgot my AKA, AKA Evan, AKA <laughs> something else. That's what he has to go with. So guys, uh any any idea what, what went down last week in the world? Important. Yeah, this is, this is not, a serious question. Yeah, this is a trick question. <laughs> no, it's a serious question. But the answer I was looking for, so I could tell you guys you were wrong, even though you were right, was Gamescom. Wow, I feel dumb. I knew it was a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a trick question. I was gonna make it a trick question just to screw with you guys. I mean, I was gonna say Harambe at the football game or whatever, but. <laughs> So when are when know. are we getting that Harambe game? So so the answer, like I said, was Gamescom. I was waiting for some indie developer to come up with the pray for Harambe, the dicks out for Harambe the game, but it just just wasn't there. And so I was disappointed. It's too soon. <laughs> no. No, it's never too soon to remember that kind soul that was Harambe. I mean Harambe. I'm I'm heartbroken still. I'm heartbroken. But yeah, Gamescom was last week, last week or so. Um, had some good looking games. Uh, what did you guys think? Yes. <laughs> that is some thought out commentary right there. <laughs> I I want to say I wasn't very impressed. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, not to say. I mean, first of all, information was just a little bit hard to find. It, you know, it people. It it wasn't E three. It's not Tokyo Game Show. As as big as it should have been, there wasn't too much news thrown across the the interweb. I forget this is a thing every year. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I wasn't really looking for. I didn't go in with high expectations or anything. I was just, you know, looking for some footage or some information that I wasn't very up to date on. And I guess the, the gameplay and the few trailers that I did see, most of them just didn't really impress me mm. or, you know, yeah. captivate me at all. Yeah. I mean, like, like Alex was saying, he forgot this is every year he forgets to think it's basically like the wannabe E3. It's, it's the, the still kind of hot chick, but she just walked in after the prom queen. No one notices her. That's kind of what happened with Gamescom. It's it's just rehashing everything, most of the things we saw at E3. But I think there were still a few things that looked good. Um, so I'm looking at a list of about 20 or so games, big games to be excited for um, from Gamescom. For me, there's only about 
Uh, let's count. One, two, three, four. Oh, my Lord. It's good radio. Five. One. Six, two. seven, eight. <laughs> three. <laughs> eight. Eight games I'm excited for. There's only about eight games on that list that looked any good. And one of them actually is not Titanfall 2, which is a bit surprising because I was disappointed when that game was Xbox exclusive. I don't know why. Is it? It's PS4 now? For Titanfall 2, yeah. Hmm. I saw Titanfall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I said, I, 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 (laughs) I saw Titanfall, what, like five E3s ago? I was like, that game looks awesome. I'm pumped for it. And then they're like Xbox exclusive. But now I'm looking at Titanfall 2 and it just feels uh, like another shooter. Oh, yeah. What were you saying? Now? People seem to have mis- mixed reactions to that. I thought it looked pretty cool, even mm. though the gameplay totally looked like they were taking down a Titan. At one- Well, uh, yeah, that sounded dumb. From Attack <laughs> on Titan. <laughs> Are they called Titans now? Attack on Titan? Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. The big people. It looked like they were like you swinging around with the 3D movement gear. I thought that looked better than the actual Attack on Titan game. Which isn't saying much. Yeah. But it looked like fun. I don't know. I have low standards. (laughs) Well, damn. Uh, What did you think Titanfall, Evan? Honestly, didn't even see anything for it. Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't excited about the first one anyway. Yeah. So, you know. That's far. But, Alex, I think one game that you said looked pretty good uh, the the Petite Nightmares. Yes. The Mini Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> the Small Bad Dreams. <laughs> uh, that looked good. I like the art style. It looked yeah. uh, not. Maybe claymation isn't the right right word, but it looked mm-hmm. in between lifelike and like clearly not. It, it was. It, I have a hard time describing it, but yeah. and it looked kind of like a selfie game, and you know, I'm a, a big selfie stealth. game. That that sounds. Well, you just take pictures of your character. I mean, that's basically oh the plot of Tearaway. So okay, that's fair. Actually, mm, maybe I'm misremembering, but anyways. I know you draw a lot of stuff in that game. That game's awesome. There should be more games like that game. <laughs> so you can draw crappy crowns to put on your squirrel friend. Oh, you like Scribble Knots? That's that's the perfect see what you did there. Game. Squirrel friend. Squirrel. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I'm confused too. Because okay, <laughs> we'll just let it go. <laughs> no, no, you uh, squirrel friend, right. like girlfriend. Girl. Yes, he gets. He see, he gets it. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say that I agree with you. Um, I really did like the the art style and the way it was, just the way the game was done. I, you know, I won't say I was definitely invested in the actual game itself. Whether or not you know I'll get into it, but I did like the look of it. It was very well done and seemed. I won't say unique, but definitely different from, you know, most of the games that are being put out in terms of their art style. Yeah, I feel that's that's something common that's coming out with games. Either 
they stick with the same look that we've been getting for the last 10 years, or they're, they're branching out, trying new things with their look. And as Alex was saying, the Little little Nightmares does have a nice look to it. It's it's kind of, yeah, like you said, it's it's really hard to put, put words on it, words to describe what what exactly makes it look special. But uh, yeah, it, it, it does look pretty good. And I don't, I forget what the name is, but that, that communist game, I don't know why I get those two mixed up. I, I forget the name of that little the Papers, communism please? Game. What? Papers, please? Or are you no. talking about something else? Papers. No. <laughs> Papers. <laughs> communism game. Yeah, like, I don't. Is it coming out? Is it out? Yeah, Tomorrow Children. Yeah, the Tomorrow Children. Okay. I'm going to like, take your word mm, for this. It's very poly, it's very poly, polygony. And, Polygonal? And, uh, yeah, that's the word for polygon. Apparently the release date is next week. What? Okay. But yeah, it, it has that kind of very freaky but CG-esque puppet claymation look to it. They both give me the same vibe with their, their style. I liked it. Cool. Like we said, people trying new things. That's always good. Especially when we're confused and don't know how to feel about them. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's new things for you. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was, that was my whole college experience. Um, I'm just lying. <laughs> my college experience was the same things I did in high school. Pause. Take a horrid left this podcast. <laughs> Pause. Wait. Wait, wait did left. I say something... <laughs> wait what? <laughs> what? Wait what? What? <laughs> Just new experiences in college. Oh, <laughs> shut up! I was I was I was bringing it back. Let me bring it back. Yeah, so like I said, college was just like high school for me. It was not making friends and playing video games, and so you know it's nothing new. But no, I, I'm liking the look of these games, and I think it was this game where, again, Tomorrow Children, if you buy the special edition, you get like four copies to give to friends. That's so, pretty great. Yeah, because it's it's free to play, but you get these extra stuff. I don't know, whatever. Tomorrow Children, let's let's play that. We'll be streaming it. Check that out. Bold. Check it. Bold. We'll be streaming Warframe oh. tonight, but you guys won't have, you know, you know won't be listening <laughs> to this tonight. We're always streaming Warframe. All right, let's talk about Dragon Ball. Dragon D- Ball. D-Balls? D-Balls. Dragon Ball. Yeah, we're we're one month, one month, two months, really. Two months away from DB Xenoverse 2. And so we had a new Gamescom trailer. Uh, of course, that's what we're talking about. What'd you guys think about the the trailer? I love Vegeta, so there was enough Vegeta to keep me satisfied. There's always enough Vegeta for you. I'll tell Balma that. Don't tell Balma that. <laughs> but yeah, um, having played a lot of the first one, it did worry me a little bit. I am excited. What? Wait, what? What worried you? I'm getting there. It's right. a process. Right. 
You know, it still looks it looks like the, the same game pretty much, but in that I just mean in the the art style and the way the game's presented, which I thought was one of the strongest points of the first game and mm-hmm. I'm excited that they've expanded on that. The only issue I see coming up is who however many of you have played the actual online version, you know, multiplayer that portion of the game was never really the greatest, especially if you had you if you didn't have you know the greatest internet connection, it ended up turning into yeah, it just <laughs> ended up turning into just you know having one or two other people while you're just sitting there while people are teleporting around because you're lagging, and the group fights of you know I guess we'll call them the big bosses that we saw in the trailer are great in theory, as long as they've fixed a lot of the issues that they had with, you know, servers and the online portion of the game. If they can pull that out, then I will be excited because, you know, that's just another thing added to the game that, you know, we can enjoy. You mean you don't like playing with 300 things? <laughs> uh, I do not. <laughs> you, you don't like teleporting in games that don't have a teleport feature? I'm just saying... I, I don't play Rocket League unless there's wasn't Ghost the Ball. worst, and I couldn't even do it with you know the connection Ethernet, and that's kind of that's pretty rough. Yeah, I mean the the internet aside, because that's that's a problem that lots of games like we just said Rocket League. Sometimes we have that with Frame. That's something you you always you always meet up, but yeah, it it does look. It does look like it's taking Xenoverse into a good step uh, forward. They're adding lots of new features with more customization. Yep. Um, that the big what was it the big raids that they have apparently, and and I was just looking at again the trailer, just just the, like the city, the hub looks more lively than Xenoverse did. Um, of course, that's probably slightly edited, adding people that won't be there. But it does look to be more interactive. Yeah. Yeah. When I played Xenoverse, it was dead. There was no one. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. It was dead game. It was a Tim Burton game over there. But yeah. In in addition to Xenoverse, there's also uh, what is it? Dragon Ball Potaro earrings or something? <laughs> Dragon Ball Fusions. Fusion, there we go. What, 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 what was that? I think that's coming out for 3DS, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, I don't even care about the gameplay. I just like Fusions and Dragon Ball. It's the only thing that really will get me hyped, no matter how many times it happens. Or Vegeta. Put you yeah. on the spot. Put you on the spot. Favorite yeah. Fusion from Dragon Ball. Vegeta. Oof. Yeah. Oof. It's it's Vegito and Gotenks are close. Oh god, wrong with you guys. Ugh. <laughs> what is your answer? Gogeta, I think. I don't know, because I am a Gotenks fan. I am. Oh, wait, how how does he just judge us and tell she doesn't sucks. have an answer? <laughs> He's the worst one out of the four. Three? They're four technically, Eight. right? One of them doesn't really count, so Go we'll tanks. say three. 
Who's the fourth? The Kai, Supreme Kai, and what's his face? Oh. I can't remember the guy's name because he wasn't important at all. Fair enough. Vegito is the best because he didn't even try and he was Supreme just... Supreme Kai and Kibito. ...beating Boo's ass. Hey, I'm just saying. These are facts. You do facts. Kibito facts. Dude was like, I guess I'll go Super Saiyan. Just so I can try less. <laughs> so I can do even less. <laughs> I could just not care. So the game lets you, I think, fuse everyone, which is great. Because I thought that was the thing in Dragon Ball that they could have done more of that they never really got into too much. Which made it a little bit nice because then you're not just waiting for a fusion to save the day every single arc. But I yeah. will have a lot of fun playing around with it in a game. Yeah, because, I mean, definitely back in our heyday, I'll say when we were youngins back in my day, back in my day, we didn't have Dragon Ball Z Kai. It was just Dragon Ball Z. But no, back, back you know, when DBZ was kind of fresh and new in the States, I still remember all those fan drawings of random, random fusions. It's like, here's Super Saiyan Goku. Boo. <laughs> Goku fused with Boo. Super Saiyan Pikoku. Goku and Piccolo. Just all kind of fusions out the wazoo. What what was that website? Pojo? I honestly don't know. Sure. Is that be. what that was? Sure. Alex uh, Alex, you're who introduced me to this. I think it was Pojo.com. Where where you just find all these Dragon Ball Z fan drawn pictures just full of fusions and now now you can actually bring those bring those to life it's exciting that's how you sell it right there that is how you sell it yeah it was pojo apparently pojo was the thing i may have known this at the time but right now i'm not remembering yes yes on pojo that was old school and now i'm back on here and it looks dark <laughs> it, it looks it it looks like a website from the 90s, early 2000s. Nice. They're like, we're not going to update this. It looks like the user sub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, something that I find a bit interesting for uh, DB's Xenoverse is right now, Dragon Ball Super is in the like future Trunks arc where they still have people messing around with the future. It's It's connected. They're bringing... Bring in the game canon somehow, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird, yeah. but I like I did like what they did with the story of what little I played with it. Yeah, I mean, I I like I said, I still haven't played because Krillin keeps dying. I mean, so isn't that what he's supposed to do? Yeah, but <laughs> not when I don't want him to. I don't need him to die because it's it's literally one of. One of the passing checkpoints, don't let your the allies die. And Krillin just is like, I'm just going to walk into these energy blasts and get punched in the face. So I, I just put down the game. Yeah, there's, there's those games. And yeah, like we're saying, there's, there aren't too many exciting games. Um, talked about Metal Gear Survive. Alex is... Metal Gear. Alex, Alex is excited for Metal Gear Survive. Mm. <laughs> just because that's how good the gameplay is yeah it's gonna be a good game 
regardless of how bad it is. I mean, how how was <laughs> that's upsetting? How was the online in Metal Gear Five? You know what? Did it? We never yeah, played. We never actually. did it. You didn't. Yeah. Oh wow. But I'll tell you, back when I I played uh, Metal Gear Four online, it was really good. Okay. And compare it like that is a lot worse of a game mm-hmm. from a pure gameplay standpoint. So I have no reason to think it'll be anything but excellent gameplay. You know, the match types might be terrible and the balancing might suck and all that might be garbage. Man, that, but... that stuff's just have fun. Cosmetics. That's right. I should have played. We just never ended up. Yeah. It. Yeah. It, it's cool. You can you can do it on Survive. It's like the next step. Um, so there's Metal Gear Survive. Speaking of zombies, there's the new COD zombie game, Ugh. which Alex's roommate, not Alex, Evan's roommate is super excited for, probably. Probably. Yeah, you can't yell uh, slurs at zombies, though. <laughs> oh, no, you fun. can. Yeah. There's, well, it's, it's true, you can. There's that key and, there's that key and peace, peel skit with the racist zombies, so you know, they're still out there. These, these, these zombies are racist. She wouldn't let her daughter eat me. You got that. Um, but I, I think besides the obvious of Final Fantasy fifteen or Bioshock, not Bioshark, Bioshark uh, collection. That's just my personal name for it. Bioshock collection. One of the games that looks pretty good is Get Even. Kind of taking where gaming's going. It's a like virtual reality game but it completely your character is in virtual reality but you can't tell what's real and fake and so it it seems very meta uh okay i didn't get that from the trailer so yeah you're in virtual reality but they keep like putting things in there and is this real life is this fantasy is this real life (laughs) <laughs> I was going with Queen, but we can go there too. Yeah, we can go we both can meme ways. It out. Wait, what? Yeah, you do, Evan. Hey, come on over, come on over, baby. Get even was I think it was one of the first games that I was actually was interested in out of the one the you know the limited amount I did see, but. Yeah. It did. The concept interested me. I, you know, it looked great as a, from you know, a artistic standpoint, the gameplay itself. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the few games that really grabbed my attention and made me think, okay, this will be something that I might have to check out in the future. Another game that did that for me was Agony. And so, really, agony shouldn't be too special, but it 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 looks good. And so, what agony? What's it about? Because I didn't uh, get a chance to watch Dante. Uh, Not actually Dante. Yes. You know. Uh, Which which guy? So you're basically. uh, Is it Nero? It's Nero then, right? You're basically going through, it's like, from what I gathered, it was you're going on your journey through their depiction of hell. Yeah. 
it's it's like the story of it's like Orpheus. Just don't look back. Take your wife. Get out of hell. But there's no wife. It's just you climbing out of hell. But yeah, you're 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 climbing out of hell. Um, you I don't I don't know the full story, but you're in hell and somehow you can get out. I wish it was that simple, because uh, that would fix my life. Oh, oh too dark. real. Oh, just oh. got dark. But no, I I oh. think it it looks pretty good. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's anything like special about the depiction of hell. It's kind of standard flames, very red. Um, but it does it's have kind of a bummer. It does seem to have some nice stealth elements. Um, maybe some good combat, and maybe the red is why Evans interested in it. It's red and black. That's all there is to it. Checks out. Yeah, and so that's what. What about it? Had you hooked, Evan? I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I was hooked. I just I did yeah. like. I guess it was more the idea of it and their depiction. Of I guess hell mm-hmm. itself seemed pretty interesting to me. I like the the take they had on it as com you know compared to whatever else you want, but it seemed like a pretty. I want to stick stay away from using unique again, but I guess I will use it. A pretty unique take on <laughs> <laughs> hell and that just that realm, and it seems like it could turn out very well no yeah that's 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 fair um so like i said i think besides the obvious ones um you know final fantasy perhaps even outlast bioshock i think that's the game i'm that and get even are the games i'm most excited for and so once once the time comes once the time comes, uh, I'll probably just like go out and pre-order the hell out of those games. You know, I'm just just ready to play them. But wait, <laughs> you can't pre-order. They could be lying garbage. <laughs> oh, Sean Al- Murray Al- did nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it 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 seems that. No Man's Sky is one of those games that has definitely, yeah. I think the guys that pre the pre ordered uh, No Man's Sky have have fallen victim to the la- latest craze of you know buying games off the hype. Craze is a word, right? Yes. Yeah. No, no, no it was. I just thought it was it's going downhill again. Yes. Well, there's something to be taken from this. I think it's. Perhaps not a great decision to pre-order a game from a new studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do pre-order games, and I don't think that when I do that, that I'm praying to Satan, as some people would have you believe. But if you're but... pre-ordering Agony, then you are. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously, no, I don't. And there's nothing wrong. I think pre-ordering is a as a person, you have some influence on the industry. And when you pre-order something, you're making a statement saying that, you know, I have some faith in this product or I'm excited about this uh, concept. And when you pre-order, you're saying right now, as long as this doesn't turn out to be absolute crap, you got me hooked. And that kind of sends a message that to the industry that, hey, 
we want more games like this or to the company like if you do that for a game that might not get a sequel if it gets a lot of pre-orders then right early on they can say okay well we weren't planning a sequel but then we got a bunch of pre-orders and we started talking early early in the process talking about a second game yeah but see i think one thing that makes some of them the pre-ordering fair and that what we're called talking about consumers getting a little too eager games like no man's sky like evan evan was a smart one he's like i'm not i'm not hyped i don't really care but for some reason he has no imagination or soul (laughs) but alex for some reason you and i were like yeah this game i'm kind of hyped for this game but there was nothing to hype us it it was it there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't much like gameplay video. It was just talk, and I think that's what really hooked people, and and kind of was I guess unfortunate about No Man's Sky. I guess yeah, it's true. When it's kind of like in horror movies when they don't show the monster, and you end up being more scared that way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you don't show the gameplay, they can't only imagine what the gameplay could be, and then so it kind of spiraled out of control for them. Maybe also sounds like. You know, maybe there's scrap features that weren't well communicated. Yeah. But like they they, they were saying about uh Ryan Lochte, you know, after Olympics, they didn't they didn't lie. They just em- embellished some stuff. They just see, <laughs> see This is my problem with the whole deal. Take what I'm saying for granted. I I usually do. I don't know a ton about what's going on with No Man's Sky because obviously I didn't follow it from the beginning. Mm. But going with the whole pre-order thing, I'm not saying you have to. Obviously, you can pre-order for whatever reason you want. But for me, I'm not pre-ordering a game unless I know for a fact I'm going to play the game. I want to play the game no matter what. And it's just kind yeah, of... it doesn't really apply to me because I just buy games that whether it's pre-ordered or not. Yeah, don't see, <laughs> and I think that might be one of the issues. People pre-order the game and then, you know, pre-order it off of nothing, like you said. Just pre-order it because they thought the idea was cool. And then they end up not enjoying it. And then they get mad at whoever made the game for, you know, something that may or may not have been fault. In this case, I'm not going to say that because, you know, it's getting such huge backlash. Yeah, so, you know, part part of No Man's Sky isn't, it isn't necessarily the fact that people were excited about a game and they, they imagined a certain gameplay and it wasn't there. There were there were things that like the head of the the studio said were gonna be in this game and just weren't. Like if if you remember, originally it was like, oh god, this game's gonna be multiplayer. And then like, hey, you you don't need PlayStation Plus because the multiplayer part they they even like still claim there was a multiplayer aspect to it. They're like, oh the multiplayer isn't, you know as in-depth as you think. And really, the only multiplayer that it is is 
someone can find a star, name it, and when I visit the star, that's what it's named. And so it's there's there's a website that I because I didn't have the game, I haven't played it that literally goes that lists everything, every lie they've they've said about the game, and that's why that's part of the big backlash that they said there were stuff, kind of major selling points that just aren't there. I mean, that obviously anything that's true about that is, you know, people should be upset about it. You can't say something's going to be in your game definitely and then not include it. But as far the little bit that I looked into, a lot of the claims and things are made, you know, two years ago when it was first coming around. And people are trying to go off of that, saying that some features aren't in the game. Well, if they mentioned it, you know, at the start two years ago, and here we are, and, you know, that was 2014, here we are, 2016, the game just recently came out, you can't really go back to that point and compare them. You have to go along the whole timeline and be like, okay, what was supposed to be in the game, you know, the most recent information we got before the release? And, again, I don't really know much about it, obviously. It could still be the fact that they were saying pretty recently features are going to be in it that weren't but i'm just saying it seems like some people are going back to year two ago and saying look i wanted these features that were mentioned at some point once yeah no some some of it some of the stuff was pretty recent like game delay and two weeks before the game coming out they're like oh we were trying to push for this or whatever and it's just not there and and so I think and that multiplayer thing, it was like it happened the day the game was released too, didn't yeah. it? Because th- that's when people were finding out, and they were saying, "Well, it might be a server issue," and then they kind of went mute for a while. Yeah, and they started talking again. Yeah, e- even yeah, like Alex is saying, even when it came out, like there was part of the game is it's huge, sixteen quintillion planets. You won't be able to find people. Few few guys like, hey, we're in the same area, let's meet up. And they tried to meet and it just wasn't there. One guy was daytime, one was nighttime. They couldn't interact with each other. And instead of being like, Oh yeah, that part of the game's not there, they're like, uh uh, maybe it's it's server problems. We're trying to fix the servers to give you the experience you want. When they know it's not in the game. So even mm-hmm. post game, they're just they're kind of lying to the consumers. And and I think, at least for No Man's Sky, that's why I don't, it, to an extent, don't mind uh, the whole, the refund thing that Sony and Steam is doing. Like I said, to an extent. <laughs> yes, because a lot of people sort of clinged on to this idea that because they weren't totally fulfilled with the game, you know, 30 hours in, I saw, I did not see evidence, but I, so it's probably, it's not true, but someone said that they got a refund at 40 hours played, which yeah. is absurd. I mean, we've all gone to a movie and not liked it. And I guess some of us ask for refunds, but in usually, usually you just take the L and move on. It's like, well, I, you know, I could have done more research and probably figured out that this wasn't for me. And to, and that's just for two hours. You know, this guy, if you're playing for 10 hours and you're thinking, okay, well, this isn't great. I mean, you're making, it's not really bad 
entertainment value, you know, per buck. Yeah. Even though if, I think a lot of it is just people are just upset to such an extent. And I understand because the reason I got hyped about the game was that I was just imagining three of us just going through No Man's Sky, like streaming, and just going through checking out the planets and stuff. And it just seemed like it would be a really cool adventure. And yeah. then when they say there's no multiplayer, I mean, that's a big deal. So I get that. Yeah, I think that, but, was, that mm-hmm. was the the no multiplayer announcement is definitely kind of where my my accept, excitement also started to taper off. Because on this podcast, we are 100% committed to multiplayer. Yes, we are. <laughs> I have bought games that I have had no interest in, but I was like, ooh, but I can play it with these dudes. Yeah. So, But, I mean, if you play for 10 hours, I don't think you deserve the refund. I, it, to an extent, I, I think... Like definitely, some of these people are are just kind of like scamming the system. They're like, you know what? Oh, free refund! I beat the game. I'm done with it. Just give me back my money. But like ten hours, the game people say takes about thirty. Some people put in fifty hours to finish it. Uh, For me, like kind of think about Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, the big problem that people had was the first half, first 75% of the game was so linear. It's not until later in the game you get the freedom that you're looking for. There's a chance these people that put in 10 hours, they're playing and they're like, okay, maybe maybe it's after this part of the story that those features unlock. Maybe they're, they were looking for those features, which again, like Alex, you're saying, they're still getting a, a decent amount of value, but mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily the value they wanted. And so for those That's kinds true. of people, I kind of understand s- still after 10, 12 hours wanting a refund. I can still kind of get it. I think the problem is, is Do, that... Does that mean they deserve it? No, but I understand wanting it. No, I understand wanting it too. And I don't even think it's... Because I think that... There's an argument to be made that if you were sold uh, a different product than you bought, that maybe you should get a refund. Yeah. I think that's worth maybe, yeah, I think there's like a class action lawsuit starting, and I don't know if it's necessarily worth that. Mm. I don't know what uh, sort of is the obligation on the publisher to tell you what exactly is going to be in the game, but... I think that it's sort of, and I, I hate to say a slippery slope, it's not a slippery slope, actually. The problem is, is that if you give a refund at 10 hours, and I make a five-hour game, and you decide five hours, well, I mean, I beat it, so I don't want it. It sets a bad precedent for other games. Because then I... do you give refunds purely based on length of average length to complete versus time played? Because maybe it was only 10% in one game, but then that would be 50% for another. You know, it's just, I think if, I like the two-hour rule. It's yeah, enough to figure out kind of. And and in the cases where it's not like Final Fantasy Thirteen, for example, which sadly I got to the part of the game where it opened up and then I lost my save file, but mm. that's another story. I th- I don't know. I just think that I think two hours works. Yeah, but yeah, but like I said, two hours is the standard. The reason they changed it was based on people feeling they were lied to. And I find it funny that the person that brought up this question is 
is super silent right now. So, Evan, give us your take. Yeah, no, my big thing with it was always if you played the game to a certain point, you don't deserve your refund. I just, it'd be one thing if they had said No Man's Sky was going to come out and then they released, like, a football game. That'd be one thing. (laughs) But there is a playable portion to the game that is what they said it was going to be. You're just missing out on part of it, which, yes, I understand. If that's a big part of the game for you, if that's why you wanted it, I can understand you wanting your refund. But if you got No Man's Sky thinking, I want to play this game, and I also want some player possibly, and then you put in, you know, however many hours, you can't just... Some people can, but most of us aren't going to put in that kind of time into a game we don't enjoy, at least a little bit. And. I mean, I don't even put that kind of time into games I exactly. do enjoy. So. <laughs> like, once you get to a certain point, you're making an effort to put in these hours into the game. You just don't deserve yeah. your refund at that point. No, I, I, completely, I completely agree. And, like, what was it? The, the old, the ex-exec from Sony said the same thing. He's like, he, he gets the desire for some people to want their money. But some of these people are just... They're just playing the system, and you know it. It is. I I I don't know. Like, yeah, you were lied to, but you put in fifty hours on. There was, you. That's that's about a buck an hour. How much is a game? I think it's sixty. Yeah, yeah that's about that's about a buck an hour. You you didn't you didn't waste any money. You no one was holding a gun to your head, you were not deathly miserable for those 50 hours that you need to ask for your money back. And so, no, I, I, I think, again, part of it is consumers felt they lied to, they were lied to, but those people, those are the guys that are playing less than two hours. I have, I have a few friends that are playing it on my, on my PlayStation What's New it tells me so-and-so rated this game four out of five stars. There are people that enjoy the game, but there are also people that are just on the No Man's Sky is garbage, they lied to us bandwagon. Yeah. And it's it's a bit unfortunate, I think. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to bring up. They also didn't really... I'm not saying that the company's not to, you know, to blame at all with how they handled the situation, but... If it's something that's not in the game, it's not like they've even had time to rectify the situation. Maybe they really did want that multiplayer to be in there, and they just got stuck to their release date and just couldn't put it out for whatever reason. Maybe they're still working on it. They they extended the release date. That's not an answer. <laughs> I'm just saying. They had a release date. They pushed it back. Maybe they still couldn't get it done. You can't push it back again. Tell that to Final Fantasy fifteen. All I'm saying is mm. there have been times where, you know, something just was out of control and they said, look, let's just put out a game that, you know, that's playable. It might not have everything that, you know, people want it to have, but we can work on it and get it put out. I'm not saying... Yeah. And let's remember that the guy who reported initially that No Man's Sky was going to be delayed 
received death threats. And then some members of that community said that they pushed it back because he said it was going to be delayed. That, like that opened the door for it. That sounded like some Frank Ocean <laughs> stuff right there. But no, like, it, but people do get ridiculous with stuff like this. And it's just, you know, like I said, obviously I didn't look too much into it, but I'm not giving them a free pass on how they handled everything. I'm just saying, what if in, you know, the near future, they do implement everything that you wanted in the first place? What are people going to say then? You know, it's just one of those things. So, again, I want to say that, I mean, pre-ordering can burn you. Yeah. That's part of it. But, I mean, if you go with the trusted company, I don't I don't think there's too much to risk. Like, you know, if you pre-order Madden. You know uh, what you're getting. You know what you're getting. I, I pre-order any game from Atlas because I expect a, consi- a certain level of quality that they have never not met. Yeah. So, yeah. J- just if you're going to pre-order, and I think I think pre-ordering's a good thing, just be smart about it and be willing to say, especially if there's like a review embargo and you don't know exactly, because that was part of the problem with No Man's Sky. I think the review embargo was until the day it came out or they didn't get review copies and like the day it came out and so people started playing uh if you're in that situation it might just be best to not not play just say okay i'm gonna wait until some reviews come out because uh i want to i don't want to hit the past this like two hour limit or whatever i want to have a chance to get my refund i just want to make sure that people who play through the entire game can say people i trust can say that hey this is a you know, a good game. It's worth your money because just as there are games that can not warm up until like 30 hours in there are games that will be the reverse. Like the first two hours are great. And then by hour five, it seems repetitive and boring. And so I think you need to, sorry, I just think you need to be careful. Just be careful, be wise, be a smart consumer. Yeah. And in addition to, pre-ordered it's also there's no difference between pre-order and and day one like i i bought bound day one i bought bound day one i'm a bit disappointed with the game but that's that's kind of something i set myself up to i i bought this game literally seeing the the minute and a half video from E3 and being like, yeah, I want to get this game. <laughs> and so this is my fault. Sometimes people just need to take accept responsibility and not not cry and, you know, blame blame other people. This yeah. I bought this game without knowing much about it. I don't hate it. It's just not what I was expecting, but that's my fault. Yeah. It's just, yep. you know, that bandwagon's too easy to jump on sometimes. All of them. They're they're all too easy. Hop on, hop off. Drew Brees, Patriots, Saints, best football <laughs> player team. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who, who, Analogies. Who's the Who's the Green Bay? Who's the Green Bay dude? It's just not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, best best football player, best quarterback in the league. He's not my quarterback. But yeah, I think I think that's 
that's the the cast for today. And so we'll end off with, I guess, just a few other tidbits. I think Alex, there was something you wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Was it Kingsglaive? Uh, Kingsglaive and something else. Okay, we'll start with Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive. It came out and got shredded in shredded. Tomatoes. Oh, but that's Rotten uh, Tomatoes. I don't know. Yeah, but keep going. Yeah, I put the. I'd put those tomatoes in my guac, though. Those were diced very nicely. 9%. But from what I can tell, and unfortunately I haven't watched it yet, so I can't actually give you my opinion, it sounds like it wasn't that bad. You know, it it, wasn't it's Advent in that... Children? I mean, it might have been. I, I don't know what they would think of Advent Children, because I liked Advent Children, but you got to have some connection to it. A lot of the comments I'm saying or seeing are that as a standalone movie, it's not good, but as an intro to Final Fantasy 15, it's really good. Yeah. And that, that's exactly why I said I'm, I'm waiting to watch King Glaive and Brotherhood. I'm like, also I'm getting the, the collector's edition, not the super one because the universe mm-hmm. hates me. Um, but yeah, the one with the Blu-ray of King Glaive and Probably not before, because I'm just going to come home and put the game in. But I will watch, I'm planning to watch Brotherhood and Kingsglaive before, or right around starting the game. Because that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's an intro to the game. And yeah, and part of, part of, I guess the unfortunate thing is, the two month delay. Like, the game came out recently, it was going to be just a month before the game. Now it's three months. It's so far removed. And so I, I kind of, you know, understand the problems that that they've given themselves. And, you know, whatever. Rotten Tomatoes, make your own make your own decision. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, I probably shouldn't have bought it, but I did. I think I got a little hyped up for Final Fantasy XV, went to my head, and that they pushed it back. It just gives me a little bit something to chew on in between. But Chew on that. You on it. I'll let you guys know probably the next podcast how I actually feel about the movie itself. Yeah. And whether or not I should watch it. You <laughs> <laughs> should wait. But uh, Alex, I think the other thing was PS Plus. PS Plus. Journey. Journey. Journey Tate. Journey. Don't know what the other game is. Already forgot. Don't care. <laughs> Journey. Journey actually made me appreciate other human beings. In an online setting, uh, so that is the <laughs> highest praise I can give any piece of thing. That's high praise. The existence of humanity. It is a wonderful game. It is short. I beat it in an afternoon, and I was hooked. I mean, I was glued to it. And there's some replay value. You can go through their secrets, and it took me two times to go through. And then you can play it again as much as you want because in the game. Basically, you're going on this quest, well, a journey, <laughs> and you'll run into other players, and some of these other players have these baller white robes, and those are fresh, and they know everything because they found all the secrets, so. They got black robes, you... though? No, they don't got black robes. Crazy. Those uh, white robes are like auto-regen or something, and it's fantastic, but. Once you do that, you can go through and like lead other players. And the only way you can communicate with other players is you can press circle, and it's like a little ping sound. And your character might like nod or something. But I had uh, 
for an hour per hour basis, that is definitely one of the best. That was probably the best video game experience I've ever had. That's high praise. Yeah, is I mean, it's, I thought it was, I think it was four hours, and I, I was excited for it. I I do like um, that game company's other games, but that was the first one that really was more than just sort of this is chill. That was other games should aspire to be like that game. It was really well done. Damn, so yeah. I'm the only one that hasn't played it. Okay. I think I was forced to play it. I'm pretty sure. No. <laughs> but yeah. Did I do that? Yeah, you did. He threatened, he threatened my family. He said, play I the game. A lot of times. I was like, okay. But then I enjoyed it anyway, so it didn't really matter. I try not to lead you wrong when I sit you down. Yeah. Make you do something you don't want to do. Yeah, so... PS Plus games are looking pretty good this month. Um, like we, said, they got Amnesia too, which was I haven't played the PS Vita version, but I mean I like Amnesia. We've got Lords of the Fallen, Journey, which I have not heard great things about. Journey, uh, yeah, Prince of Persia, the the Forgotten Sands, hey, this terrible, terrible, it's a terrible game. How dare that's, you, Alex? Alex, that's not as good as the PS Two ones. That's the one that we stopped playing because you can't die. We, oh. we stopped on, like, the, the first level. <laughs> oh, wow. That was from a long time ago. Yeah, I, th- I'm, I think that's that's the one that is. You can die in those oh. games? Yeah. No, well, there's there's literally, like, no dying and restarting at the start of a level. You're falling, and the woman comes and puts you back on the ledge. Oh, oh God. It, it's just so frustrating. And in, like, the old ones, you could get into a spot where... Because you, you'd always have your time travel ability, but if you ran out of your sand, you'd be, you could could mess up that badly. But you straight up... There's just no way to die in the game we played. So it's if it's not. that game, don't play it. Yeah, if it's that one pass. I think that's the one it is. Uh, there's this game, Datura. Don't know what that is. Uh, Badland. I'm actually a bit excited for that. It's... And I'm happy it's free because it was a, a mobile game. I had it on Android or or Apple, and that was free. And so now it, they've expanded. They put it on console, so that game's free now. And Amnesia for PS Vita. I I was too chicken to play my Amnesia on Steam. Uh, might get back into that. And so yeah, those are the. PlayStation Plus games for September 2016. None of us play or care about Xbox at the current moment, so you don't worry. We won't tell you what the gold games are. Go X-Bone. look them up yourself. And there's nothing on Wii U. Yeah. At all. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. But... Super it, Mario RPG came out a while ago, though. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft, if you want to send a free PlayStation... Not PlayStation... Xbox. That'd be weird. Send. They could do that, I guess. <laughs> if you want to send me a free Xbox, go ahead. Then I'll we'll start playing your games. We'll start playing your games. And so as as we finish up, let's just end off. What games are you guys playing right now? Oh boy, I'll what take this one. Playing? Thank you. We finally got back into Warframe, as Framed. you may have heard, and yeah. It's good stuff on the stream. There've been, you know, anytime you come back to a game after that long of an absence, it's a, it's a lot to take in, but I so far I'm enjoying most of the changes. 
um other than yeah that. which is weird because usually they just tra- change it for the grindier but actually i think they've streamlined it in some aspects so it's still the same grind but i think, it's, I think it seems better yeah i think the thing i like most about it is the fact that they didn't get rid of anything that we liked from you know the previous versions they just tweaked it a little bit so yeah. there's different ways to go about getting parts and stuff like that but the the core aspects of the game that you enjoy are still very much there and there's mm-hmm. double jump double jump and infinite stamina and it's been a while since some of us have played that <laughs> <laughs> up but yeah yeah there's warframe um as for me i'm playing warframe bound every once in a while and i just picked up a new game on steam uh hero generation regen uh which is a 4x strategy game roguelike and i'm having fun with it um it's 4x strategy roguelike yeah really yeah so it well i guess roguelike 4x strategy game word order so matters. so I mean, it seems weird no it's it's Concept. fun i i'm enjoying <laughs> it um I've only clocked in an hour and a half so far, but good game. Um, I can definitely see myself getting hooked and playing this for quite some time. And there may or may not be a Let's Play coming. Don't know. <laughs> Depends on how good you are. <laughs> YouTube.com. Got to media. And Alex? And to be clear, that's not a channel. That's not a URL. No. We're not fans <laughs> for one of those. Yeah, we need more fans. Subscribe. Yeah, and Alex, right. subscribe you? button. So yeah, I've been playing Warframe 2. Hoop too. dreams. Hoop dreams. So for some reason, uh, I played Rocket League Hoops, which is the basketball version of Rocket League, last week. And I was killing everybody which must mean that everyone else is playing hoops is garbage so that's become the new idea for our video series we're gonna do that maybe but definitely okay here we go i've committed now evan and i have been just cleaning up i mean it's been great yeah it's been kind of crazy actually it has been and i actually like i really like the soccer but basketball is so much better than i thought it could be that game i mean i I was just impressed but haven't started ace attorney 2 yet unfortunately objection i did buy objection take that hold it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah so i went to my local retro video gaming store and among the like 100 absolute garbage genesis games they had which is sad because i have a genesis sitting there with nothing to do because i think i stole it from blockbuster but i didn't steal any games <laughs> that was smart so you need some genesis games man i'll hook you up with some impossible ones so pretty much I know, anything yeah they have like uh they have the worst selection of genesis games it's it's a bit of a disaster i don't hold it against them but i do but anyways I'm in there. I was looking for Parappa the Rapper for PS1, but I ended up getting Um Jammer Lammy, which is the spin off 
And the guy looked at me funny when I asked for it. <laughs> and I had to spell it out. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I'm going to start playing that this weekend, I think, and I'm pretty excited. But this is so really the reason I'm bringing this up is that if you have a store nearby that's uh you know not a chain and sells retro video games, go over there, give it a look. It's kind of fun, and there are retro video game podcasts that you can listen to, and you listen to some of those. Go over, have a couple things in mind. I got mine. I got Unjammer Lammy for 10 bucks when it's 30 on Amazon, and I'm sure I could find it cheaper on eBay, but I really don't like shopping on eBay. I feel this way about board game stores as well. If you got like a local place, hit them up, treat them right. It's, uh, it's a good thing. Competition's good. All right. So, guys, uh, that's Ukatsu Gaming. Uh, thanks for listening. And so, like we always say, bye-bye. But no. Be sure to check out the YouTube. Go search Bukatsu Media. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Hopefully it's Bukatsu spelled right. M. Yeah, Bukatsu M. And yeah, be sure to hit us up sometime. Check us out on Twitch as well. Twitch.com slash Jabs1016. Alex is LOL. No thanks. with That's spelled T-H-X. Because I'm difficult. <laughs> yeah. And Evan is twitch.tv slash ebri33. So be sure to follow us on those channels so you, you know what we're up to in our gaming life. So again, this is Jabs, Alex, and Evan. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And we're frozen. No. Evan's frozen. No? No. <laughs> no. Were, you guys, were you guys just messing with me? No, it was just a coincidence. <laughs> okay, because it went silent. I was trying to think of the the joke I wanted to make, and I was just sitting there like... <laughs> yeah, because it went silent. Cause Evan was saying something, I thought, and then he just... And so I thought it would stop. <laughs> hey, this is a family. Cod passed. Cod passed. Cod passed. Cod passed.